Well, welcome to another edition of our Yankees podcast, Believe in the Bronx. Pete Caldera here in Miami, Florida. Mike Stanton, that is a Houston Studios three-time Yankees world champion reliever. Mike, it's about as hot here in Miami as it probably is in Houston. Uh, so yeah, I- yeah, you have gotten down south, and um, we have nor, no – no, you don't need a sweater, that's for sure. Probably <laughs> a, a bottle of water and maybe some shade, but, um, you know, shorts are, are, are a must down here in the yeah. south right now. It is uh, it is scorching hot. At least the Yankees will be uh, indoors uh, for these three games that they're playing with the Marlins. Uh, then they go on to play uh, three more games against the Atlanta Braves. So this uh, schedule does does not let up this this interleague portion of their schedule against uh, a wild card contender and uh, maybe the best team, obviously, in the National League. But uh, you know, right now the Yankees, uh, you know, they had trouble against the White Sox, winning one game out of three you put any opponent uh, in front of them now it's a struggle and uh speaking of of struggle and they're three uh only three games over 500 as as we speak 12 games back in the division which is which is gone goodbye and uh five games back in the in the wild card um you know for a team that can't has had trouble scoring all season uh and has struggled big time uh with runners in, uh, in scoring position uh, they now have a crisis in their in their rotation uh, with uh, Radon's injury and with uh, Luis Severino just cannot get right. Uh, his right. ERA is now over eight. Uh, they tried an experiment uh, to try to get him past his first inning issues by just bypassing the first inning and bringing him in the second inning in Chicago, and, and uh, it still ended uh, badly for for Severino, uh, four and runs in uh, in two innings. So, just curious, what you thought about that? that experiment mike and 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 what do you do with severino at this point Ooh, that's a that's a tough question because the thing is when you still look at the stuff you still see the velocities and the spin rate and stuff like that you're, you're still saying okay he's healthy he's the right it's the right guy that's going out there but you know confidence is a fickle fickle bed partner and it can come and go as quickly as one pitch and what it tells me with the yankees going to the opener you know, try, going down that road, just trying to get him right, they are really searching. Everyone is trying everything to figure this out. And, you know, Luis Severino has has never been a guy. He's he's always had exceptional velocities, always, you know, his. but I don't feel like his breaking balls have ever been, like, elite. You know, I think he does have a little bit of a mechanical issue. He likes to open up, which means a right-handed pitcher steps more towards a left-handed hitter than directly to the plate. And that makes your delivery very complex. That makes it really hard to repeat. And when you throw the confidence factor or lack thereof of confidence for Luis Severino, I think you look at it and you go, okay, now you can understand why there's so many struggles, but uh, you know, it's, you got to keep trying running them. You got to keep trying things. Um, You got to keep running them out there. Now, whether you do it at the big league level, or maybe you send him, you, you send him down just trying to 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 take the pressure off of him and let him you know kind of just relax some because right now he's pitching with the weight of the world on his shoulders every single pitch and that is not a good place to be especially when your when your confidence are, is wavering yeah and you can you can see that that confidence crisis oh, yeah. every time you speak you see it uh, on his face he's, yeah. and, and right and, and in his post game quotes I mean he called himself uh, the worst pitcher in the game and. Uh, Nothing's going right uh, right now. I mean, they've, you know, they've they've tried uh, you know different things. I mean, they've 
basically tried everything but but taking him out of the rotation. And right. it's difficult right now when you've got uh, Radon, who uh, who is not pitching right now with due to the hamstring uh, issue. And, you know, they just uh, – if, if they take him out of the rotation, now you're going to have Randy Vasquez, uh, you know, kind of filling in for, mm-hmm. for Radon for a couple of starts right now. Uh, do you eventually – bring back uh, Johnny Brito and put him at, back in the rotation and and, uh, and send Severino to the bullpen. Um, I, I guess that's still on the table right now. But, sure. uh, you know, this is a guy, as, as you mentioned, right, with, with, you know, with a high-octane fastball that uh, – but the, the main issue has been fastball command. And at times he seems like he's almost afraid to throw that pitch. Yeah. I think if they made him um, concentrate on, on just – Fastball changeup. I mean, mm-hmm. could, could that have an effect? Uh, just just stay away from the breaking. Yeah. Well, those are his two plus pitches. But you know, we know there's a trend all the way across Major League Baseball. You have to remember, 2022 was the first time in Major League Baseball history that were there were thrown, and we're talking about all the way across the league. Every pitcher, on average, there were more breaking balls, off speed pitches thrown than uh, than fastballs. For the first time in history. So, you know, that's kind of the trend. You know, what do hitters hit? Hitters hit fastballs. And that's why you see even the the most elite of pitchers in Major League Baseball, they're still at best right at 50% fastball usage. You know, so that's kind of the trend. Now, you know, for him to go to fastball changeup, I think would be a uh, would be pretty smart just simply because those are his two plus pitches. Right. You know, his, his sliders, breaking ball, that's not a plus pitch. And, you know, if you're getting beat on your, your, your easily your third best pitch, you know, there may be an issue there. But, yeah, I think simplifying things, and I'm sure, you know, the, the, the Yankee coaching staff, you know, they're, they're as good as anybody in the business. They, they know this and they've tried this. It's really going to be up to Luis. I don't know if there's a whole lot that, you know, that the Yankees can do. It's going to be up to him to make the adjustments, to do what he needs to do to try and get that confidence and 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 just go out there and pitch one pitch at a time. Not even one yeah. not not one inning, not one hitter, go one pitch at a time and and kind of just slowly build that confidence back up cuz he gets a few guys out and he starts relaxing a little bit and now that confidence starts to grow cuz who knows what could happen. I mean, I I said before you know, it can come and go as quickly as one pitch. So, you know, maybe he can get, you know, get back into the groove that he needs to be in. But, you know, I, I as far as the division, I agree with you. The division is over. There, this team is not going to uh, is is not going to win this division. They got to leapfrog everybody to get to the top, and they're five games back in the wild card. Yeah, I, I mean, could he get? Could Severino get that confidence back out of the sure. bullpen? I, I think. I mean, this is where it's trending. Uh, I mean, even with the, the injury situation they have in the rotation, I, I don't know if you could, in good faith, put him back out there again. And, and yeah, uh, I mean, I mean it could because going into the pen, that could even even enhance just the fastball changeup combination. Right. Uh, you know, there's not yeah, you limit your arsenal now when you're in the bullpen. I guess. Right. Right. So. right. I mean, you know, when when I came to the big leagues, you know, that that's actually what they want. You one fastball, you know, throw a fastball, and then. And then some kind of off-speed pitch, whether it's a change-up or slider or whatever it is. And, you know, they, as a young pitcher in, in, in Atlanta, we were all young pitchers. They actually told us, you know, let's get really, really good at throwing two pitches instead of being mediocre at three or four. 
Right. And you know, that, that simplicity uh, approach is something that, that can work, especially for a guy that may has got all kinds of things going. You got to really feel for him because, you know, he's trying, he's trying to do everything. He's probably trying too hard. That's one of the problems, but um, you know, the stuff is still there. So you, you, you can't give up on him, but this is just a time that they really need him to turn this around. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. you get to the bullpen, you simplify things and then you start building your confidence back up. Um, you know, right now, I mean, it, it's a good segue to talk about the injury situation too. Radon thinks, uh, you know, he could be back uh, that uh, week of August 22nd. So that's, that's a two start uh, pause uh, with yeah. the hamstring issue. Now we'll, we'll see uh, if, if that, uh, you know, well, he goes. wasn't throwing the ball great even when he went right. down with the injury. That exactly. was against the Astros. So I was I was actually watching that game very intently. And and you know, he was getting beat up. He had given up a couple home runs uh even before the hamstring issue. So this might have just give him a little bit of a break, clear his head also, because another guy that you know when he's right, he may be the best left-hander in major league baseball. Yeah, I mean, coming off two two All Star seasons, but this this has been a lost uh, season for right because of the injuries and the ineffectiveness. But uh, uh, at, at least uh, he's he's hoping that uh, you know the, the way he feels right now that uh, that he could be back uh, after missing two starts. Uh, Anthony Rizzo uh, will be rejoining the Yankees on this road trip, uh, nice. still on the IL, uh, but uh, you know perhaps that's a sign that he could be cleared for baseball activity. We haven't. Uh, Heard that that's uh, that's a go as of yet uh, dealing with post concussion syndrome, but still, um, there's still a lot of unknown whether uh, they're even going to get uh, Rizzo back at all right. uh, this season. But uh, you know he had uh, a follow up exam in New York uh, this week, and uh, I guess we'll we'll find out this weekend if he can slowly begin uh, mm -hmm. ramping up baseball activity. Yeah, this is a little this is a little cloudier situation, you know, when you have a when you have Tommy John, when you have like Rondon, you have a pulled hamstring. You know, there is a a set protocol that you go through to heal that injury. But when you're talking about your brain, when you're talking about concussions, you know, it's really up to each individual on how he's going to, and there's nothing, there's nothing Anthony can do. It's just how his body is going to heal and his brain is going to clear and, and get back to where he needs to be mentally to go out and perform in major league baseball. Um, it's just one of those things that we'll keep our fingers crossed. It's great that, that he's progressing and that we're getting to the point that he can get back on the field, but there's still a lot of hurdles he has to cross before he can get back into a uh, you know an active player situation, right? Uh, and then uh, DJ Lemayhu gets uh, scratched from his uh, uh, from the last Yankees game, which was uh, this past Wednesday, uh, calf tightness. So he's kind of day to day uh, right now. So uh, another situation to, to monitor. But uh, you know, Mike, you, you wonder now. I mean, is it is it time to? You know where we sit here, and uh, you know, heading toward the middle of August. With uh, yes, the division is is gone. I mean, it, this yeah. doesn't look like a postseason team, even with the, uh, uh, you know, with the added wild cards uh, in in the game. Now that uh, you know the way it's trending, you know, why why not uh, do something like they did in in 2016, which was to, you know, call up some uh, players that that could give them some life, that they could look at, mm -hmm. that they could project, that they could, uh, you know you could give the fans even something to uh, 
to look ahead. At. Sure. I mean, we've seen Oswald Peraza in and out of here. Isn't it time to give him some regular work at, at, at third base and, and yeah. uh, LeMahieu split time at, at first with, uh, with Jake Bowers, uh, you know, another guy ever, Everson Pereira, um, you know, this is one of their better outfield prospects, only 22 um, in 17 games since he's been elevated from, from double a uh, he's hitting 324 with six homers and 30 RBIs and mm-hmm. a 931 OPS that's in 27 games. Uh, is it, is it time to take a look at him? Well, I think it it very well could. You know, Brian Cashman and company are doing just that, having these discussions. Uh, It might be a little early to, you know, just completely give up because you got to remember, we are, it's no longer about the long haul of the season. Okay. You got six, seven weeks left. And, you know, you look at the standing, especially in the wild card, and you go, okay, they're five games back. Well, the other way to look at it is they're only five games back. You know, you go on a good run. You start winning baseball games. You start getting some runs and help those pitchers out. Uh, you you never know. So you may be a little bit early uh, here right. the second week of August to do that. You know, maybe another week or two, then you definitely start looking at it. But well, yeah, Mike. I mean, this this road trip might might determine that that could course. be. Yeah, because right. I mean, if if you lose another series. Uh, to Miami, if, if, if you get swept by the Atlanta Braves, um, you know, this this team could come back to New York to play the Red Sox and uh, be 15 plus games out of the division and and uh, and seven or eight games out of a wild card. Uh, well, and, and and even maybe even worse than that, as far as the optics are concerned, maybe under 500, which would be really devastating, crazy, uh, considering the uh, uh, <laughs> the, the high-powered uh, talent right. that they have and uh, the, the salaries that they they draw. Um, Austin Wells is another guy to watch, the uh, catcher. He's been mm-hmm. uh, elevated to, to AAA uh, not long ago. But that's, a, you know, these are, you know, some of their best prospects. Uh, right. you know, guys that they were, that were un, uh, unobtainable to, to teams in uh, this or previous trade deadlines uh, that they have high hopes for. I mean, Pereira mm-hmm. could be in their outfield – Next year, uh, Wells could could be in their catching mix next season. Uh, you know, this is a team that has uh, wide open, uh, you know, vacancies in left field. They don't know who their center fielder is going to be next year with Bader, uh, his contract running out uh, mm-hmm. and, at, after the season and, and going into free agency. Uh, third base has got to be a, a question still. So, uh, you know, it might be time to uh, – start having uh, pre-spring training auditions in some places. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. And if things keep trending the way they are, um, it will happen. It's just a matter of when. And, you know, the thing is, you know, you're still the New York Yankees. You're not the the Cincinnati Reds. You're not the Kansas City Royals. There's expectations that come with putting on the pinstripes every day. And fan base, well, they want to win. And if there's a chance to win, um, they, they don't want to see you give up on the season. And I know that, uh, you know, there have been some chants in the stadium about Cashman and, you know, about his job security. Uh, now uh, Hal has, has put that aside and said there, you know, that's not on the table, but you know, the, you know, he's got to make hard decisions and he being Brian Cashman, meaning, you know, he's got to look not just hopefully at the roster, at where you are in the standings. He's got to look at it realistically. And, you know, at the trade deadline, there weren't many moves made, but you're talking about a last place team. You're talking about a team that, uh, that 
you know, was well out of the wild card. I think about three games out of the wild card at that time. And, you know, are you really going to sell the farm for a chance, a outside chance, because you're on the outside looking in to make the playoffs? I think Brian actually did kind of what he should have done, you know, at the trade deadline. And, and that's hold on to those prospects because you never know which one of those are going to work out just because the big league club situation really didn't warrant bringing in a whole lot of help. Right. But uh, to take it back, and I, I do agree with you at, at some level there that uh, it wasn't time to, to sell the uh, the rest of your, your top prospects for right. for, uh, you know, for rentals. Uh, if that's Because, it, hey, this this trade deadline was expensive. You know, this was yeah. not you know, there were really not that many sellers. There were not many difference makers on the market. So it was absolutely a seller's market. So the prices were high. Right. And but by the same token, they didn't they didn't sell some of their relief pitching that that could have brought uh, you know some some high priced yeah. talent back. And uh, it's hard to do. You know, I know that's the strong suit of the team. And you know with the struggles they've had in the rotation, you know the bullpen has been a mainstay. And it, so it, it's hard to do to take right. away from your especially if you're you're really considering yourself still in the race. You're really not trying to detract from your big league roster, right? But you know, there again, I mean, the, the current state of the, the team, where it is, uh, is because of the uh, some of the flawed construction that they sure. have, and, and that's certainly on 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 Cash and his lieutenants. Uh, you know, for I mean, this this team is largely uh, veteran and largely injury prone, and we've seen that play out, uh, you know, time and again uh, right. with this roster. It's it's hurt them, hurt them last year. Hurt it's certainly uh, has been the story this year. Um, so, uh, we'll, I guess we'll wrap it up here, here, Mike, uh, again, the Yankees are, are facing a, a, a tough schedule ahead, sure. Miami Marlins, Atlanta Braves and go home and, uh, play the Boston Red Sox. And, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, exactly what state they're in at, at that point. Uh, by the way, you were a, uh, immaculate grid answer today. Uh, that was I, I really? Yes. What, what yes. someone oh, yeah. that doesn't ever know the answers? Uh, well, uh, well, We'll give you a free one here. Uh, Giants, Braves, you you fit that box. So, yep, you fit a couple boxes. A few, yes. <laughs> yeah, when you talk about teams, I mean, there were eleven different teams, and three of those twice. So, I mean, you had, uh, I'm sorry, eight, eight different teams, and three of those twice. So, right. yeah, there's a there's a a lot of different organizations. <laughs> you know, I got all the bags upstairs. So, yeah, it's, a, it's quite a pile. That's yeah. <laughs> I know said the Yankees. They uh, you, you come from another organization. Those those uh, bags from the Cubs or the Diamondbacks and wherever else you came from disappear really quickly. They have a tendency to the, go missing. Yes, they the do. Cruises uh, get them out of <laughs> get out of the room really really fast in spring training. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, this is great, Mike. Thanks once again, and uh, thanks all of you for for listening and watching. And uh, we'll see you next week. Adios.